lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in Los Angeles. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. Hi, welcome back. So good to be back here. And this week we are going to be reading Parsha's Lech Lecha, another big Parsha that I can't help but speak about. It's actually one of my favorite Parshas of the year. And I want to speak about what it means to live as a Jew and specifically the idea that a Jew is always on a journey. So in this week's Parsha, God tells Abraham, who at the time is called Abram, Lech Lecha, go for yourself from your land, from your birthplace, from your father's house to the land that I will show you. And one of my teachers, Rabbi Baruch Gartner, in his book, Living Aligned, he says, this is the essential mission that every soul is sent out to accomplish, not just Abraham. And he says, to uncover your true self, you have to be willing to shed the assumptions of your society and the place where you grew up and the habits you formed in your family. He says, until we consciously go forth from these, we hold on to many false beliefs and bad behaviors, conscious and unconscious. And that's why he says the mystics read lechecha not just as go for yourself, but go to yourself, meaning leave behind all of the false definitions and external selves that you've built up over your life and go and discover who you really are, which Rabbi Gartner explains is done by realizing that we are a soul, not that we have a soul, but that we are a soul. So to give a personal example, when I was in law school, I was trying to find a job for after graduation and I was going through the motions applying for jobs, but I had this nagging feeling that I wanted to go back to Israel for more Torah learning. I never really had the opportunity to do it over a longer period of time. And at the same time, I felt very pulled. You know, I went to, I went to law school. My, my family financed my education. They expected me to rightfully so to get a job in law. (laughs) And so I felt really torn. Um, I was really at a crossroads. And I remember in the fall of my last year of law school, I was driving to a friend's house for Shabbos when I got a call from a distant relative who was kind of pushing me to apply for a law job that I didn't really want. And when I got to my friend's house, I realized that it was Parshas Lechacha. And I really felt like Hashem was telling me, go to yourself, honor your inner voice, the voice of your soul that wants so badly to come to Israel, leave your land, leave your birthplace, leave your father's house, meaning leave behind these expectations that career is the number one most important thing and honor the voice within your soul that's telling you, you need more time for your, for yourself, for your self-development, for your inner work to be the person that you know you can be, that Hashem created you to be, and come to the land I will show you. Come to Israel where you where you can focus on this work and do it. And of course, it made no logical sense. <laughs> I remember my, my classmates literally laughing at me, like, like who graduates Penn Law and goes to seminary? Like, it's unheard of, like, for going a prestigious law job. But there was just something so deep in, in my soul telling me that I had to go. So I pushed through the fear and the doubt of what others thought and would say and my and my family's expectations. And I obviously did it in a respectful way, but I had to honor my soul's voice. And so I applied to part-time law jobs in Israel so that I could get there and study Torah as well with my family's blessing. 
And it was that year in Israel that I met my husband, Justin. And I really believe if I had not gone, we would not have met because we are from different opposite coasts. And I just, I don't know if we would have met. So after we got married, we went to LA where we were for the past five years. And as I mentioned in the episode on Rosh Hashanah, we really felt the call of Lech Lecha again. And so we came back to Israel for more learning now. So I've had quite a journey over the years. Um, I left New York when I was 17. I went to college in Atlanta. I went to law school in Philadelphia. Then I spent the year in Israel, which I just discussed. And then we moved to LA for five years. And now we're back in Israel. (laughs) And sometimes I think like, what's with all this bouncing around? Like, I'm tired of it. You know, we're trying to start a family. I kind of just want to feel settled. But Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, he explains, and he has a beautiful idea on this point. And by the way, I don't know if you've heard, but he was actually diagnosed with cancer and he's undergoing treatment now. So if you can, please pray for him. Harav Yaakov Svi Ben Liba is his Hebrew name. Harav Yaakov Svi Ben Liba. This Torah should be a merit for complete and speedy recovery for him. So he says to be a Jew is to be on a journey. It's a physical journey to the promised land and a spiritual journey within. And he says, in life, there are journeys and encampments. Without the encampments, we suffer burnout. But without the journey, we do not grow. And life is growth. There is no way to avoid challenge and change, he says. And he quotes an excerpt from Robert Frost's famous poem, Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening, which I love this poem. And I'm actually going to read it because it's really beautiful and short. Whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near, between the woods and frozen lake, the darkness evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep, and miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep. So Rabbi Sachs explains that the man in the poem comes upon this beautiful winter scene and it's so quiet and so serene and peaceful and he just wants to stay there and watch this blissful, beautiful scene of the snowy woods. But he has responsibilities to honor, to society, to himself. And so he must keep going and keep living while he can. And so Rabbi Sachs explains this life-changing idea that life is a journey, not a destination. And he says we should constantly set ourselves new challenges to take us out of our comfort zone. So to some, lech lecha means go to yourself for yourself. And we must learn who we really are, that we're a God-given soul. And through this journey of self-discovery, we're forced to grow. We must continue to grow. My teacher, Yehuda Skolshevsky, she said just this week in a class I was listening to that this is where the joy of life comes from, constantly going up and up, because without growth, ultimately there is no joy. And we can and should always take time to pause and reflect. And actually, if you think about it, Shabbos and the week take on this rhythm. We're meant to work six days of the week, and Shabbos is a day that's meant for encampment, rest, reflection. But it's rest for the sake of further growth, not rest for its own sake. That's the Jewish perspective. I bless us that we should all answer the call lech lecha. We should all honor our inner voice and express our true selves in the world and and achieve our true potential. Thank you so much for listening and have a great Shabbos. I look forward to learning with you next week.